Welcome to Rugby Uncovered. We are Tom Nash and Paul Rodriguez. Uh, with the Alliance Premier 15 semi-finals approaching, we are talking to Wasps England international, Harriet Miller-Mills. Harriet, thanks so much for joining us. Hi. I'm A. You have very talented siblings, which you know anyway, but I'm telling people who aren't necessarily aware of that. And your sister chose to play for Scotland. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that must have been amazing to play against her for England, against your sister um, for another country. Yeah, God, it was years ago now. Um, 2000, mm. I think it was like 2012, 2000, yeah, mm-hmm. 2012, 2013. Uh, so, yeah, it was one Six Nations. It was, it was a really fun day, actually, in terms of playing Scotland, um, like all my family coming down and watching, and it was down in London. So it was fun. Yeah, and you, your first England cap came in 2011. Yes. Yeah, against France. You're still going strong. Yeah, yeah. A long time now, isn't it? What, 20, uh, no, 2021. So, yeah, like 10 years this, this winter. Mm. So, incredible. Yeah, still going yeah. strong. Let's hope you're going. I, I, yeah, well, we've all got our fingers crossed. I'm, I'm interested in the fact that you started as a three quarter in your um, rugby career. Oh, yeah. Well, she, under, what, under uh, 15s, under 12s. Oh, was that uh, early on then? I yeah, yeah, way early. I became a forward from probably seventeen years old. They were like, "Oh, okay." You've not okay. got you've not got the gas to make it, so get in the forward pack. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. You have been through the mill. You had um, two years off with knee injuries, I think, um, yeah. and you've come back from that, and you had the energy, the enthusiasm to to come out of that and to start again effectively. Uh, that, that must have been astonishing. And you, you commented at the time that you saw a, a real difference in the, in the strength and conditioning levels and the, the skill levels when you, when you came back. Uh, yeah, so I got injured at the very start of um, Premier 15, so the new format. Um, mm. And then obviously coming back two seasons later, I think every across the board all the teams everyone all of a sudden was training as much as just the internationals were training five years ago say so all of a sudden the standard of the game went through the roof just in terms of speed knowledge um the impacts as well like the feeling after a game you know you've played a game whether it's playing first in the league or seventh or eighth like you always know you've had a good game or like in Mm. terms of um impacts and how your body feels the next day so um, there's definitely a huge difference the way that women's rugby has developed and progressed. We've been covering um, the Premier 15s for a couple of years now, and we've we've seen big changes in that very short time. It's, it's, it's incredibly exciting, I think. Yeah, and it definitely is. I think um, it's testament to, I think, all the clubs involved in terms of everyone's just bought in and all the players have just... The only way to make each other better is by training harder. Um, and watching more video analysis, doing so. Um, now, every single game is videoed and then clipped. It used to be filmed, but never did I, I, I did analysis on my own because out of my own interest, not because coaches were sending me clips and saying, why did you do this and things like that. So, hmm. how, how, much more te- how much more technology has come into the game um, that you, you actually use yourself to monitor each and every game and, and, and the data that you look at at the end of it. Has it got a bit like Formula One where they're analysing just about everything you do? 
Um, I don't think we can compare it to Formula One, <laughs> but um, no, definitely, um, definitely in terms of, uh, in, um, so some of us wear GPS vests. Not um, not all teams do, but some teams do uh, wear GPS vests. Um, and then obviously in that, like you do pre-analysis before the game, and then after the game, and then everything's clipped. So technology definitely has changed things, but um, I think it's more buying into it more because that technology that technology was available it was around it just wasn't so now there's apps so you can just open it and do it whereas like before i, I remember my first uh, international game got sent to me on a dvd so like and that was that was less than 10 years ago so we've been going to the, the four and now three london clubs um before lockdown um regularly to see games uh we talk about this every week, Paul and I, and you've been in the media not long ago discussing it about the, the chicken and egg effect almost of, of women's rugby. Uh, the fact that the semi-finals are being shown on Saturday on TV is great, um, brilliant. But what we need is for it to go terrestrial rather than satellites, I think. But we still see so few people at the games themselves. Um, which is presumably what you guys want. You want you want crowds of people at the games. Uh, yeah, I don't think... Um, so I don't think we can take the season as, obviously, because of COVID, you can't compare because no. there hasn't been any crowds. And I think no. that they, this weekend's our first time we're allowed crowds and it'll go one or two ways. People being nervous and not wanting to come or we'll get a whole different stream of people who just want to see live sport. Um mm. So I think it will go one way or the other. Um, and then, yeah, it's great that it's on TV, but now it's down to us to put on a good game. So then people remember, because they're not just watching Wasp and Quinns, they're watching, or Saris and Loughborough, they're watching women's rugby. And as players, we need to put on the best like game possible for them to want to come back and watch more women's rugby, not just because it's their team and things like that. Mm. Because like, the, men's, the men's premiership, if you don't support Gloucester, you'll still then watch the Friday night game. If Gloucester's yeah. not playing, does that make sense? So, yeah, um, yeah, we've we've talked about this um, in terms of football, where some of the clubs have played the women's game before the men's on the same day, with a bit of time to clean the pitch up and all that after after the match. Maybe that's the way forward for, for women's rugby. And so we used to do that where we played the England games after the men's game at Twickenham. Right. So we get a lot of people um, staying afterwards or thinking, but I think it moved away that we could we can pull in with. I know it's different with international. Maybe a club it would be different. Um, we can pull in on international level. We could pull like six or seven thousand people. So why don't we get a stadium to fill that? Uh, mm. Whereas with club games, you're right. Do we increase the audience by saying it's a double header? But with rugby. I'd say the pitch isn't easy to um, clean up. So it's sure. whether are you willing to risk a men's game and that's yeah. essentially risk a men's game by churning up beforehand with a women's game or do you risk a women's game not being good because of the pitch? Sure. Um, and um, unless everybody goes to AstroTurf, which presumably... Yeah, unless you play it... Um, I don't, it's not Allianz anymore, is it? The Saris, unless you play at Saracens or... Um, you play like Worcester's pitch, things like that. So unless you pick out those pitches in those stadiums, mm. um, then yes, it like that would work um, and sell it as a double header. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, down to the nitty gritty this week. How are you going to win on Saturday? Um, I, can't, I can't tell you my tactics. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking about your tactics. More, more. What are what are going to be the key elements in? in um, uh, key elements: set piece, definitely. Um, scrums and lineups, just getting the ball. We've got absolute world-class back line and back three. So just getting the ball in their hands, essentially. And then they've also got a really good um, back, so just disrupting theirs. Um, mm. And then, yeah, and I'll go with, I'll go with that. Do, do the basics well and then let everything else look after itself. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. We wish you all the best. Um, we, we won't be able to make it ourselves, but best of luck and, and hopefully we'll, um, we'll talk again soon. Harry, you talk about the um, the games and putting on a good show. Wasps will never disappoint in that regard. So I'm sure it's going to be an absolutely fantastic game. Just before you go, if people want to follow you on social media, how do they do that? My Instagram is just Miller Mills, I think. And my Twitter is the same, I think, <laughs> just at Miller Mills. Great. I stole it from my brother. He could get to it, so it's okay. Cool. Okay. That's brilliant. Thank you so much. Again, best of luck on Saturday. And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks, Harry. All that. Thank you. Bye. See you.